Welcome back to the Debate Without Debate podcast and to our second roundtable. Glad to have our two guests on today. If you don't know this series already, this is a series where we have a conversation with our friends about a designated topic. And today's topic is a very, very heavy one. Um, and it's what happens to us after we die. So basically, we're going to be talking about the afterlife today. But before we get into this conversation, we should go around the table, introduce ourselves, tell us who you are to our first guest, Ryan Kim. All right, so I'm Ryan. Uh, yeah. I'm graduating, yeah. graduating senior, <laughs> going to Tufts. Um, I'm here at this round table to talk about my beliefs as a Christian and uh, what I believe about the afterlife. Ryan, thank you so much for coming today. And we have our first returning guest, which is an honor. He's also our first guest ever, so this is a big time. He's also the most listened person Ooh, on the podcast. Okay. Aman Jessengani, Aman, welcome back. Thank you to have me back. Thank you for inviting me back. Um, so yeah, Aman, uh, I guess my beliefs by the afterlife really started after conversations with God and being Hindu, that's influenced it a lot, but recently i guess i've been i don't know if it's because i'm listening to a lot of podcasts like this or a lot of joe rogan a lot and i've also been listening to a lot of atheists and everything i've become more i've become more spiritual in the sense that i can feel like the oneness and all that kind of thing more but i've also become more skeptical mom's so, more yeah. spiritual than he even was on episode one Damn. more skeptical oh and more skeptical yeah i don't oh. know how yeah okay okay um and as always joey's here right next Not to me for anyone listening and looking at the visuals, because we're recording the visuals for this one as well. Two cameras. <laughs> it's nice to see you all. <laughs> um, thank you all for joining. Wait, let's give them a quick wave. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, y'all? All right. Um, all right. So we're going to jump right into it. Now that we've met the guests, we're going to talk about our personal beliefs. And so we invited you two both on because you are on very opposite ends of the spectrum, but also very similar in the respect that Mon, very spiritual, Ryan, probably the most religious person that I know. Cool. Um, so I think the first question that crossed my mind is what is the afterlife? Just so that we can have a baseline of conversation. So I think, Amon, if you could take that. I thought that's um, a pretty grandiose question. Yeah. Or what do you view like, as what being do you the afterlife? As? as whatever happens, like yeah. just well, definitionally? Yeah, just definitionally. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to incorporate I guess it's what, what happens after death. Yeah. Okay, cool. Ryan, is it similar? What happens after you're dead? Basically. Okay, okay. cool. Just got to go. <laughs> get out of there. <laughs> All right. So Joey and I are both not very religious. So we're going to take our side. It's kind of interesting because there's like a split at this table. It's a debate. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Without debate. Um, Ryan, I, I really want to start with you because you're going to provide a very interesting perspective. I know that. And you also have done a lot of research. You literally pulled I up the Bible. So what do you think happens to us after you die? Uh, all right. So there's, I think it's, it's a very hard topic to digest in itself itself. And the way that the gospel breaks it down and the way that my pastor broke it down was that there are three main premises when it comes to believing the Christian afterlife, right? One, that we are more than just a sack of chemicals, basically. We are made in the image of God, what, possessing like a body and soul, right? So in that we have like attributes that are li that link us to our creator. So along with that, we also believe in whether we die or whether come the judgment day, because Jesus never disclosed whenever the judgment day was coming, right? So we believe that, you know, believers, true believers will go to heaven and 
unfortunately, the rest... Uh, the rest of us are going to hell. <laughs> I don't want to say that because I'm not one to judge, but um, yeah, right. Either that or the great and terrible day, which is the judgment day. Um, I could disclose more of that if you want, but that's okay. basically the gist of it. Okay, absolutely. So heaven and hell, you think that yeah. that exists? Okay. Aman, the spiritual side, what do you think? What happens um, to us so after So I guess to preface it, I know that this is everything, because of all me becoming more skeptical and everything, I've been searching for a way to articulate how I believe, and I guess the only this is I'll tell you what what I want to believe, like what I what I wish, what I hope is true. Okay. Because I I because like you can never know if it's true. Absolutely. Right. Um. So similarly, I guess I hope I think we have souls. I think we're more than just our body. I think. I hope that it's the after we die, it's you your soul leaves your body and. You're in this state in the basically a life between lives where you can you like you get to like enlightenment or nirvana or like whatever the word is where you can you can go you travel you can do basically whatever you want and so I guess right after you die whatever your beliefs are about what happens after you die is what it is for temporarily Mm -hmm. and then you choose whether or not you want to rejoin like the soul of the world perfection all of that or you want to go back be reincarnated and i guess the purpose of that would be to know yourself relatively and i think that's the whole idea that souls we we leave oneness to know ourselves relatively to know like Mm. true actually know who we are interesting that sounds very hindu inspired that sounds very close i guess so i know yeah and hinduism the idea is uh reincarnation everything like that and i believe in that but i think part of the in the belief, and I could be very wrong, and what a lot of people don't believe with that is that the idea that you get punished or you get reward in your next life. Like if you're if you've been really bad, you might come back as an animal or something like that, or yeah. you'll, you'll be punished in your next life. You have to repay for the sins of your previous lives. And I don't believe that. Hmm. Um, yeah, because I've heard people say like, God can't be so petty as to do that to you, and that's that's I agree with that. I also I guess to disagree with Ryan, I don't think that there is a heaven and hell. That's the yeah. So I think that. And this is something that we, I know we've talked about a lot, yeah. the idea of, of free will and everything like that. And just, I don't think it's possible to pass any sort of moral judgment onto people whatsoever. I think that you can judge someone practically. Mm-hmm. I don't, like you can, like the, the guy who robs a banker does any bad thing. Like you can make a practical decision to put him in jail for the safety of other people. But I don't think, like, I think punishment is for the, is for purposes of deterrent or practical. It's not just for, punishing that person and mm. i think that to at uh, some degree as we progress like if all evil all psychopathy everything is once we figure out what the difference is like brainwave between a sane person and a criminal then that criminal anything that they do is just a disease in some way right I mean, it's just comes from a flawed thinking it comes from just yeah it's a disease to the point where you wouldn't punish it you treat it right mm. and i think that in that same way, if you grew up in that person's, if you grew up with the bank robbers or terrorist position with his DNA, with their everything, with their upbringing, you might grow up doing the exact same things. I don't think that means you should go to hell, you should go to heaven. I think that's, yeah. Interesting. Very, very interesting. We should hop more into that. But before we do that, Joey. Yeah, we'll give our own takes on it, I guess. What, what do you think? What do you think happens to us after we die? You know, to be quite honest with you, I haven't really contemplated this question a lot. But what I can tell you is that I don't necessarily believe in the heaven-hell dynamic 
particularly because I think it's a little bit too binary and a bit polarizing. It's like one or the other, yet I think that there's kind of a middle ground which the spirit or whatever you want to call it can be placed after you die. Um, but at the same time, since we don't know for sure, I'm kind of re into reincarnation. I think that's super interesting. Yeah. And even on a molecular level, we know that that does happen just because your body is being recomposed and decomposed mm -hmm. and created into other things. Like we were once trees or something like that, just based off of simple matter. So I think that that's an interesting theory to what happens after we die. But again, there's no certainty as to whether or not it's true and, if anything, uh, all of our opinions could be true. They might all not be true. It really depends. So when it, I, I have a similar opin to, opinion to Joey. I err on the side of reincarnation, but it's from a very scientific perspective. Um, and it's, it's very atheist in a way. Um, so scientifically, some of the laws of nature include that, that matter cannot be destroyed or created. Um, and to me, what that means is that we never die. Uh, our body itself continues onward but this is where i have the the hardest part of this conversation is the idea of consciousness or the idea of a uh, idea of a soul if that continues onward from a scientific perspective i don't believe it continues onward i think your matter will continue but your your ability to think i think i can get reincarnated not into a not only into a living being but i can also be reincarnated into a box or the table that we're speaking at right now or the mic that we're speaking into right now or the phone you might be listening to to this in and I might be dispersed throughout the universe because that's just how that works um, when it comes to the consciousness side I find it difficult I would like to believe that my spirit continues onward that I continue onward into different places in, into different beings um, but I find it very hard to believe that so from my angle it's very atheist I don't think God is determining one or the other thing I don't think there's a judgment day that comes yeah. I just think you live your life and and to me this this Basically, what this means to me is like YOLO. I hate using that word, yeah. but if you have one life, a lot of people will, and, and Ryan, I think I want to jump into this conversation, especially with you, the belief that there's something greater in life, in this life, has been a way that people uh, historically have tried to pressure people into living a particular lifestyle. Um, and given that you're probably the most Christian person I know, you know the Bible better than anyone that I know. Do you find that to be a hard thing to wrestle with? Yeah, so one of the things that I wrestled with a lot, especially during high school, is that this fact that, you know, do I think of Christianity as my true belief system or this kind of arbitrary religion that, you know, um, was made up by man and was used to repress people and, you know, to get them to do their own bidding, right? And the more and more I think about it is that you know, if we were like really true Christians, right, and no one perversed the word and there was no sin in an interpretation of the Bible, then we would all be pacifists because mm. Jesus calls us to emulate his life. He never got angry at anyone. He never got violent towards anyone, right? So this idea that you can force your ideology upon someone, right, is just wrong to me, right? The point of us doing mission trips and all these things is to tell people of the word of God, but it's on their own um, volition if they want to choose to follow that path or not. So this idea that Christianity has been historically used to oppress people and used in colonialistic kind of matters is kind of a perverse way of thinking about it, I think. Like, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Aman, have you ever experienced from the Hindu side a level of pressure that comes with this idea of reincarnation? Um, no. 
or do you think it's freeing? Because in a way, it can be freeing. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah. In, in terms of Hinduism, I'm like I go to the temple and everything, and I've done that, and I would say I'm pretty. I'm not super religious. I'm yeah. Not. I haven't read all of the works properly. I don't know the. I don't even know the names of every single god. Mm-hmm. But aren't there like thousands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in terms of reincarnation, everything. I think the if you're looking at it from the if there is a creator, a god, or anything like that, then the question is like, what is his purpose or their purpose in having there be a death? Is it to motivate you to live? properly once because if you notice that then you're more likely to mm. you might be more likely to act more callously or less callously if you're too scared of dying or because there's like because yeah if there's reincarnation encourage you to do more with your life be less scared take more risks but it also encourage you to be lazy like oh i don't only live once i have thousands of years to do whatever needs to be done or yeah everything like that so it's yeah but for me i think at least my interpretation of both sorts of religions i guess we could call them or let's call them viewpoints because yeah, some people might yeah white might not call refer to them as like a religion yeah, yeah. but um i think that in both the hindu religion and every religion for that matter there is an eventual end right like we talk about this status of reincarnation until they reach a certain level of enlightenment or like Nirvana, correct me if I'm wrong, by the way. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. But eventually, even in like the Hindu religion, or in the Jewish religion for that matter, there is an eventual end. Yeah. So that's that's one of the things which I'm trying to think about. Well, what do you define as an end? That's that's my question. It's okay. it's so difficult, and it's, it's almost like an endless spiral, because in the Christian religion, it puts a title on it saying that there is an end, right? Like, your life will end. But then, well, but then there's a heaven and a hell. Then, yeah. Yeah, and that goes on forever, unceasing. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, there's these micro ends, if that makes sense. Like, you end in a particular way. You're, like, your life on earth ends, and then you go to heaven, mm. right? Or does it, like, reconstitute? Or is it, like, a cycle of uh, reincarnation similar well, to that? Because your life on earth, I think, is a perversion of what you could be, right? If we think of, right... The original sin, where that inf- the famous or infamous story of Adam or Adam and Eve, right, falling to the uh, the devil the in evil the form snake. of in, yeah, in the form <laughs> of the serpent, um, and you know taking a bite of the fruit of wisdom, then right that was the first sin that kind of created a ripple effect for all of mankind and to create like you know all these bad things like sin, robbery, murder, all these things, etc. But had not had they not sinned, then we would be in perfect harmony with God, right? Then that would be our self. That would be, we wouldn't need the reconciliation we have from Jesus Christ and his sacrificial atonement on the cross. So correct me if I'm wrong. When, when Jesus explains that he, or when people say that Jesus died for the sins of man, does one of those include uh, the original sin? Is that potentially one of the biggest sins that he is dying for? Well, in God's viewpoint, right, you you worry about your own individual sin, right? So you can't, you know, say sorry for Adam. You can't say sorry for Eve. That's very interesting. Um, but in the sense that all sin is sin at the definition, definitionally, right? Murder is a sin at just, just as much as, you know, cursing your brother is, right? In fact, the Bible says that cursing your brother is murder in a sense. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Amon, do you want to hop in? Yeah, Amon does not. Yeah. No, 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 I was, I was doing that between oh, you two. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh yeah. 
Well, I um, mean, I, I have a bit of pushback to that. I think it, there there should be levels to a sin. Because, oh, no. Well, yeah, yeah, there definitely is. Well, human, at least on earth, right, there is. And we you know, acknowledge that, right? Of sure. course, a Christian would not um, necessarily say, oh, this guy should get 50 years in prison for saying the F word to his brother. Yeah, and yeah, also yeah. this guy, like, murdered his mother, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, to to God, right? He can forgive. It, it, it it's it makes sense in the sense that he can forgive all sin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because we admit that none of us can, by on our own right accord, by our own works, right, go to heaven. We're never going to be justified in facing God, right? So the only way to Him is by admitting that we can never be perfect, and the only way to Him is through Jesus's sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So if you, but if you, this, I don't mean to like challenge you, but if you, if you do that and you admit all that. But you still leave a life, lead a life of sin and murder and robbery and all these other bad things. Does that mean you go to heaven, or does that mean you go to hell, or like? You mean yeah. thereafter, like after you? After you die, like no, no, you leave a bad life. No, like if you like, right? Let's say you're reborn as a Christian, right? Sure. Like you accept Jesus Christ as your um, true savior. Then are you talking about like if this guy like continues to murder and like? Yeah. Rob Banks afterwards. Yeah. And he says, I know I'm not perfect. I made mistakes. And he apologizes every time he makes a mistake, but he just continues to do bad things. Mm. Yeah. Then that's not true belief, right? Mm. That's just pushing off using Jesus as an excuse for your own sins. That clearly is not an example of, right, if someone who believes, right? Because someone who truly believes will try to emulate that as to the best of the ability, right? Because, right, the fact that Jesus died won't make you perfect. We acknowledge that. But it allows us to go to God and ask him for forgiveness. The to, idea to of be true belief, I think, is a contentious one. Yeah. Sure. Um, and, and a controversial one as also, well. Also, yeah, what I, picked up, what I picked up on when Ryan was speaking particularly was that he has his own interpretation of the holy text. And I think that a lot of people who are religious have their own inter- uh, interpretation of who Jesus is or who God is. And kind of spin it to match their own world not spinning it in terms of like a perversion of the text itself but yeah, yeah. seeing how it fits your life in particular how do you, how yeah do you, how do you how do you deal with that and how do you determine what a true believer actually is at that point if we all have different interpretations yeah so that's one of the main reasons right we have different sects of christianity yeah right so different interpretations whether that be as the, the most apparent one right between catholics and protestants or this belief between like right what makes a Presbyterian versus a Greek Orthodox or an Episcopalian, right? Sure. And those are like, uh, more so when it comes to like the different sects of Protestantism, but at least in my worldview, right, I've run into a lot of people that, and I've seen videos online, right? As much as, right, like one guy, like just yesterday, I saw a guy of, a video of a guy that went viral that said like, oh, he was using the Bible to justify the killing of homosexuals. Uh, no, I've, I've seen yeah, this it was as like well, the right? sodomite guy. And, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. And... You know, whenever I think of that, I just, I'm like saddened, right? I'm genuinely saddened because that is, in fact, a perversion of the word, right? That video pissed me off. That's why I said if we were actually like, you know, truly like going to be in line with the text and in line with what God, you know, wanted and emulating Jesus's life, then we would be pacifists. Shout out, shout, shout out my boy, Mayor Pete again. I'd shout him out a lot, but I think he's talking about exactly what you're talking about. Um, and I, th- I think you you see this. How you, how you always incorporate this? <laughs> I, we're I talking love about him. chicken nuggets. Shout no, out I, Mayor Pete. I just I, all listen. I really oh, like I just, him. I like how he speaks. No, um, I like his positions. Yeah. Um, and and I think so. He's had people who have called him like a sodomite and don't let Sodom and Gomorrah come back to this earth. And he responds with like, 
Christianity, he, there was this viral moment. It was kind of clouded up because of all the rest of the viral moments that occurred, especially Kamala's vi- viral moment with Joe Biden. But he had this one moment where he said, how can Republicans argue that God, in, in the name of God, that there should be um, immigration um, camps where they would detain people and separate them from their families? How in, in God's name are you doing that? With a lot of other things, too. Um, because he talks about how, like, and, and I believe this as well, how the, the text, um, the Old Testament, the New Testament, a lot of religions commit yourself to a certain moral compass that preaches do well, like do unto others as you, if you would, the, that same action would be done unto yourself, the golden rule. Um, the same idea applies when it comes to like, don't murder, don't, uh, for example, curse. All this stuff in my mind commits us not to attacking each other, but instead to embracing each other as part of a community and not harping on the sins of individuals, allowing them to atone for their sins. That's why this world's broken, because we're full of it. What sins? Sins, and we can't look past the fact that you know people will murder, people will curse See, to like, each other. That aspect of like the world is cursed, that's one of the most difficult things which I wrestle with today, and that's why I don't particularly align with uh, certain religions, whether it be like Christianity or Judaism for that matter, just because I, I feel as though it has such a pessimistic spin on the world. Like yeah. we will never be good enough. We will never be the same as our particular idols, whether that be God, Moses, Jesus, whatever you want to call it. I just, I have, I have a personal issue with that because I think that that's such a, it, it just looks down onto humanity mm-hmm. and in my mind, at least. I don't, I think a lot of people think of like, and we ran into this at camp when we were talking, right? Yeah. It, it, someone did say to me that it does seem, you know, initially very deterministic in the sense that, and and pessimistic, like you just said, Mm -hmm. because then, right, that promotes to, at least to that person who was listening to me at that time, apathy in the sense that, oh, we will never be enough. So we could just sit around and do nothing. Hmm. But in the same way, right, that's not to say that that's not to denounce humanity in the sense that, oh, we can't be capable of good things. Right? We donate to charities. We do as much as we can in terms of disaster relief and you know, aiding the poor. But you know, at the end of the day, we believe that as much as we can do these things, we're also you know, capable of very bad things. Um, and in fact, you know, Jesus did say at the Great Commission, right? You know, spread my word, right? Don't and emulate my life. Walk in the path. Be my ambassadors to this world. In the sense that. You don't sit around and do nothing. That's actually also a sin, right? You do everything in your ability to, you know, make this world a better place. I think that idea too of of not being complicit in evil is is also a very difficult thing to to deal with. So, at least from the angle that I take it, I take it from a philosophical angle, and a lot of what um, utilitarians will argue is and so there's this one author in particular his name is peter singer and he wrote an article that was basically a scenario he talks about let's say you are an incredibly rich man um you have everything in the world that you'll ever need you could be man or woman it doesn't really matter who you are and you walk down the street and you are let's say you're a lifeguard for some reason you're a really wealthy lifeguard and you notice that someone is drowning and dying um but there is potential harm that is in your way um and he asked the question of it is it your duty is it your obligation to still save that person and basically what he extrapolates this to is that yes it is within your your obligation to help other people 
Um, I don't know particularly what his stance would be on if your own life is at harm, but if your life is not in harm's way. So for example, let's say I just destroy my shoes. Um, I have really, really nice Gucci slippers on. I don't want to get them destroyed. Obviously, I think anyone would understand that a life is imperative prior to an object, even if it costs yeah, yeah. a ton of money. But it brings up this interesting question, especially as it comes to helping um, impoverished people across the globe or people who are in need across the globe. So, for example, in Rohingya, right, with the Rohingyans, the question has become, is it sufficient for us to just have an outcry? Or even in Sudan, is it sufficient enough for us to simply put a blue profile picture up? Or is it us being, or are we obligated in a sense to go to Sudan to help the people literally there because we, are, we can recognize that something bad is happening? And so from a religious standpoint, I think it also becomes difficult because I have, I have seen some people argue a deterministic approach from Christianity where you can't have, so for example, like Calvinism um, and, and the belief that what the reprobate and the elect, um, like that dichotomy where you're either going to heaven or you're going to hell yeah, and that's predetermined. Decided, yeah. You mean predestination. Yes, predestination, yeah, okay. all of that, right? And, and then there's this like kind of weird argument that I still don't totally understand when we were taught about it that you can't totally know whether or not you're part of either group so you just have to act as if you are part of the elect yeah it's like this most this disgusting understanding i'm not this is not yeah, to say yeah. that how it was explained in school is that like like everyone's like oh so what do you think is going to happen People yeah i'm just going to be super lazy all the time right yes it's determined but and instead, then they're like no it's instead, the exact opposite everyone tries to act virtuous because they think if they do act virtuous it'll prove that they can act virtuous which means they must be one of the virtuous people yeah it's very weird weird but when it but, when it comes to injustices, what is your stance? What do you think we should be? What should we do? Okay, so um, that was a very loaded uh, statement there. <laughs> um, well, first, uh, by the way, we are not against Calvinism. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're yeah, just yeah, no, 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 not at all. It's, no, it's not the at interpretation all. that yeah. we were told. All right, so um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I do believe in predestination, mm. um, but that's not to say that. Okay, well, first, let's, let's take care of that question. Um, we believe in something called God's will, right? So in the sense that even this conversation that we're having right now, the sip that one of you just took from the you know, glass of water is planned by God, right? There's a, there's a, there's a saying. God's plan, drink it, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a saying that, you know, not a hair falls from your head without the will of God, right? Without God knowing. You're going to take all my hair now? Um, <laughs> God's already taken it from you. So, <laughs> it's the hair product. So if, right, so if, you know, one of your neighbors or like myself included, right, is, you know, led to believe in this word of God, we believe that they were led there for a certain reason, right? Mm. They're, they, it, it was in God's plan to lead, you know, that person or that particular person at a particular time to, you know, walk with Jesus in, in faith, right? Um, to, this, to the latter part of your question in terms of injustice. Um, personally, I think there's a problem with politicizing religion because it's not just a question of whether you can just go in and save those Rohingyans and you know, people from Sudan. There's a bunch of geopolitical implications and of course. Right, whether the United States takes a stance on that. That's you know, beyond this conversation. But you know, in terms of those injustices, I firmly do think that you know, we you know, when we have the opportunity to do make a difference, right? We should, we should take that. 
um, you know, of course, this being in, all in line with the morals that I follow. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, you're I've, only speaking from your position, right, right. obviously. Um, yeah, so that's basically yeah. it. Uh, I, you know, as much as Amon, you, or Joey might, you know, be grieving at those injustices, I am, I am too, right? There's no reason that I wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My thing with that, I was thinking about this, and I guess this is slightly off topic. But Go ahead. If, that, yeah. That's how this podcast works. Yeah. Go for yeah. it. <laughs> If, if the idea is that, and I know we can debate a lot, if, if we can help, we should, right? If that's, mm-hmm. if that's the idea. And let's assume it won't even put us in harm's way, right? That, then maybe we should definitely help. Maybe then that's our obligation, right? But then in terms of like life, like over the entire life, what does that mean? Does that mean if I like being a shoemaker, but of course I'm capable of being a doctor, does that mean I'm obligated to be a doctor? Does that mean we're all obligated to be doctors instead? Mm-hmm. Because then we'd help the most people. Yeah. Doesn't mean we're all obligated to this. And then the point is, and most people would say no. It doesn't mean you're obligated to. It means if you have the chance, help. Right. But the the problem there's no there's not as much consistency in that. Right. It's hard to find a proper bright line. And the what we were talking about. I guess my biggest thing with a lot of religions is that when we talk about that, there's many different interpretations of everything. Right. Yep. And you want to stay true to what God actually wants, as you said. Right and like try, act virtuously and act. Is your obligation to act? I guess what I'm is your obligation to act what you think is virtually or how you think God wants you to act? Like what what should you do? Which is what I'm confused about. Yeah, so a lot of people get this mistaken in the sense that they think that you know you're left with this belief system arbitrarily in this book, right? The Bible or you know the Torah, whether that be yeah, um, or any other text. yeah, any other yeah. Uh, religious text. And then you're left to your own volition, basically. All right, I got these materials. What do I do with them, right? Do I help these people or do I not? What do I do with my life, right? And, you know, that's where meditation comes in. And meditating, you know, for me, right, that doesn't necessarily mean doing yoga or something, right? Yeah. But <laughs> like, that means, you know, you know, sitting on God's word, right? Praying to him. That's, that's the whole idea of prayer, right? It is a conversation between you and God, right? You can have that. Um, do, do you view... So modern meditation, which Aman, I would I would love if you jump in this conversation because you meditate more than I do. Do you still think? Let's say let's say I do not accept. Oh, I'm Jewish. I don't accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Yeah. Can I still have a conversation with God when I meditate, even if I'm not, uh, let's say, in church, um, and I'm just meditating in my room? I like to meditate sometimes when I'm going to sleep. Can I still have a conversation with God in in that case? In the sense that you're not a Christian. Yeah. You don't believe in the same god as me yeah um i mean i don't know who your god is uh that's I, that's true uh, i mean what would your stance be if, if i don't so i guess this gets to the core of how how do you deal with people who are not in your same belief system can they still um do good things can they are they sinners for not believing in in the same version of god as you yeah so this is where um a little bit of theology comes in um so we are all, all endowed by something called common grace in the sense that we're all creations, or at least from the Christian standpoint. Um, we are all endowed with a certain common grace as we are all created within God's image. Yeah. Right? And we're all humans, humankind, so we hold a special place, especially in God's heart, more so than an alligator or a giraffe or apple tree or whatever. Right. Um, but then there's also this thing called special grace. So, of course, humans... Generally, right? You see all, you know, atheists, Jewish people, Muslims alike, they all do great things, right? We're all capable of morally correct things. 
Um, but that doesn't necessarily, you know, make you saved in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least, you know, in, in line with the Christian. So gospel. like we won't go to heaven. Right. We'll go to hell. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> our question. That, that's, that's one of the issues which Again, we've had in the past I, because yeah. being around people who are following a different religion or viewpoint as we, we traditionally do. Yeah. Or, or I can only speak for myself, but I've been in a few positions where because I do not share a similar viewpoint or religion as someone else. I have been, quote unquote, otherized and told that I was going to hell and that I shouldn't even have a purpose. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it becomes very difficult at that That's point. Harsh. Yeah, because, I mean, it, that's harsh. I'm sorry. No, but but it's, it's the harsh reality of life. And when, when we have incredible belief in a particular text, the hard part for me is you don't know who's correct until the very end, until yeah, you yeah, are I'm, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, and then you just might be wrong and you're going to hell regardless because we're all like... Like, let's say there's a religion from like a million years ago yeah. you that like, was oh, correct. Oh, they were right. It t- yeah, it turns, it turns out like the Greeks were turns, right and we're going... And we're all just yeah. going to Hades. Like, it's just not going to be our, our thing. Um, I don't know. I think that's probably the hardest part of the afterlife question. Yeah, yeah. so, well, that's the number one reason it's called faith to begin with. So it's called Damn. religion to begin with. That's facts. Believing without, <laughs> believing without seeing. That's that's that first step of courage, right? Yeah. Mm. It's, it's, um, like it's, but at the same time, right? Well, <laughs> I'm on I'm like, <laughs> I had no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> continue on. Continue. Um, you know, I don't want to presume anything, of course. Right? The best I can do personally is pray for you guys in terms that right? you guys do find. I need the prayers right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Too many sins. Uh, within whatever is within my power. But at the same time, I'm not here to be the arbiter of you know, justice. I'm not here to tell you, oh, you're going to hell. You're not. Right? That's only done by one being, God. Right? Uh, a quick side question, if yeah. you don't mind. Before you said that we cannot be held accountable for the sins of other people, why then should we pray for other people's sins if, if we are only ever accountable to our own sins? Accountable and extra nice. Ryan's like, <laughs> uh, accountable in the sense of what? So like before you said, I, when I asked the question of, did Jesus die for the original sin? He died um, for all sin. Yeah. And you, you then responded with, you know, at the end of the day, you are responsible for your own sins. So every other person is not responsible. So for example, I am not responsible for the original sin. Mm-hmm. Um, moreover, I'm responsible for only the sins that I have well, done. Like, for example, I well, curse on this podcast. Well, we're responsible for the original sin in the sense that we're all linked to that. We're all, you know, tainted by that original sin. So in a way, we are all responsible. But, in, uh, but I'm okay. saying in the most practical sense, right, colloquially speaking, just like we're not responsible for, right, I, I can't control whether you will go out and murder someone tomorrow, that will, whether that be extreme or not. But, um, but at the same time, right, I can pray for someone who might be going through hardship. I might pray for you if you tell me, oh, you know, I'm going through this really rough patch in my life right now. Yeah. And I can't seem to define for myself what I want to believe in for the rest of my life. Right? Mm-hmm. I can pray for you on my own volition as much as I can for Joey or Amon or anyone in this world. So it's that general, um, I guess, altruism, but also care for others that is one of those qualities that you know, I like about being a Christian, right? You don't only worry about your own, but you also worry about other people um, in, in the sense that you care for them, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Aman, it seems like you've been trying to hop into this conversation. Uh, no, I was. Um, 
I guess yeah, I've been th- I was thinking about that too. I was like, that's that uh, that's why I respect you a lot and respect it a lot. The idea of this because it's it's a big burden to bear, like to have the weight of the world, everyone on your shoulders, be trying to help everyone. That's a good thing, right? You should, if you were only only super focused on yourself, and you, let's say you didn't, obviously somebody else killed someone or whatever. Yeah. You didn't kill you didn't kill that person, but you you influenced that person. Like you were rude to the person that killed the person. Right, and you were, and you drove them crazy because of, and in some degree or indirectly related to that death. Right, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't go to jail or whatever. Right, but you should hold yourself somewhat responsible. Right, you should try and act better as a result of it. Mm-hmm. But you, t- it's tough to see at what which degree you're responsible. I for. feel like yeah. we, and I've talked to you about this a yeah, little bit. I, I feel like we try and find too many bright lines. We try and yeah, distinguish. I feel like everything's always a spectrum. And and well, yeah. it's like on case by case basis. In life, I think ethical life is, is complicated. There are a lot of decisions you have to make. Not all of them are good. But I don't know, just like you've said before, if we can make a very harsh um, moral judgment on every single yeah, person. Yeah, Because so we're, all, we're all in a process of learning and exactly. we're going to make decisions that are bad and hopefully we can grow from that experience. But when it when it comes to the afterlife question, yeah. from a very hardcore belief, some people will say every single bad decision you make puts you closer to being in hell. Yeah. Uh, and this is a hard part that I find of a lot of religions, not just even Christianity, um, that... There are some people who argue a singular sin will put you out of contention for being in heaven. And I don't know a single person who's never sinned. This is part of why I like a bit of Christianity, the fact that you can atone for your sins, right? And it's almost like therapy. Like, I, I like to think of it like that. Same when in you, Judaism. What's that holiday where, like, they give the bread yep, into yep. the palm? No, you're correct. Um, and yeah, especially on, we have, like, our own judgment day every single year. We, in, in Judaism, I might be wrong. So if anyone here is a Judaic scholar, um, <laughs> reach out and tell us that we're wrong. But from my understanding, I don't think Judaism sets up a heaven or hell. Um, but there is every single day. There's a day of judgment. Um, and our names are written in a book. It's almost like Santa's like list. Um, like where you go to where you've had during this year. Um, well, because forgive me, wrong, yeah. forgive me if I'm wrong, but... Um, Right, Judaism, right, because, you know, as Christians, we believe there is an Old Testament and a New Testament, right? Yep. We believe that the Torah contains, you know, Jewish people are still waiting for the coming of a Savior. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, we, we yeah. only have half of what you have. Um, well, I don't, I don't want to reduce it down to that, but like, you know, because Judaism in and of itself is a meriting religion, right? No, obviously, but it's, when it comes to it, this is how I've always viewed Christianity. I've always viewed it as like, almost like an iPhone upgrade hmm. um, to what Judaism was. And, and I, in, in a similar way, I think Islam does that same thing because it, it talks, it talks about how Abraham upgrade was a prophet. Like, upgrade, what do you well, mean? not, not in like it's yeah. better, but it's like a new version. Yeah. Right, even Apple releases, not all of them are better, but they're new versions. Yeah. You, will, you will offend some people by saying that. I, I know that. Yeah. Um, and I, listen, if you disagree with me, anyone who's listening, message I us. yeah, but message us. In, and, in and we'll talk that, about it. Right? Yep. Don't you think that um, when you say it's upgrade, if upgrades are possible, upgrade. and additions are possible, but yeah. maybe up, I maybe upgrades are different. Yeah, yeah. Up, upgrade I think is the wrong it's word the wrong because term. it sets up a hierarchy. I think that it's just like. This or this, and they're on equal. It's like equal Apple or Google. Weights, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah. no, Apple or Google is like it's like 
It's like uh, any comparison would it's be like unjust choosing, because I would be comparing Google to Yahoo. It's like Yahoo's choosing. Trash. It's like choosing. <laughs> in, in a way, someone could look at it as choosing a flavor of ice cream. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay, flavor yeah. of ice cream. I like that. It's not that's one that's better or yeah, worse. Yeah. It's just different, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's why you should be tolerant of all. Unless it's Rocky Road, like you're disgusting if you eat Rocky Road. That's freedom of religion. Only right Wendy's. <laughs> very true. Very true. Yeah. All right, um, we're coming to about forty minutes, so I want us to go around the table again. Um, give any our fi- our final take basically on this afterlife question, um, and then any last things that you'd like to mention. If we get off track, we can get off track. Uh, let's go the opposite way this time, though. Let's go Joey first. Thoughts right. on the afterlife? Has it changed? What are your final thoughts? I mean, after this conversation, my perspective has definitely changed. I thank you both for hopping on the podcast just to have a conversation again. But honestly. I still don't know. And that's the <laughs> yeah. beauty of it. That's the beauty of religion. It explains the unexplainable. And earlier throughout human history, it was more of a centerpiece than when it is than what it is today. And I think that religion is beautiful because it is all about choice. It's all about interpretation. Um, but in the end of the day, I really don't know what will happen. I guess that's up to my create my creator or whoever's out there or whatever's out there, or maybe nothing. Maybe it's just, I die. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do you think that that means that we should just be good people, Joey? I, I mean, me as a slacking Jewish person, <laughs> I, I, Wait, I listen, you're not slacking. You just I'm don't not, totally yeah, believe I in it. I just don't, I just don't from I don't think that you need religion in order to be an ethical person. Yeah. I don't know where our ethic comes from, so to say, but I know that it, it drives us into a whole other conversation of is ethic and morality innate or is it developed over time? Personally, I think that whether we're taught it or not, humans innately care for each other mm. and we're social beings. And as a result of that, we care for the people around us and the creatures around us. So I think that we can have a moral perspective without religion and i think that you want to add something you have activated my trap card oh i'm kidding i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) okay but um yeah i I just think that whether you invest in yourself in religion christianity um being a hindu not being being jewish not being anything anything, being atheist i think you can still be a good person don't go murder someone tomorrow please don't um we'll be held accountable (laughs) so yeah i mean live a good life don't make bad decisions i mean that's what all religions talking about so awesome aman last thoughts after life changed i'm pretty some i'm still super skeptical skeptical of everything including my own beliefs right like i don't know maybe i'm scared like even all this law of attraction even like maybe it's maybe it's just it's nice maybe it's just maybe i'm just deluding maybe i'm just comforting myself like i heard i heard once in like researching for this i heard once that like nobody dies before their their time if they die that means their soul wanted to leave and if you say that's not true then you you can't say that's not true without also decreasing the divinity of the soul or whatever Hmm. and so i was like that'd be really I, I want to believe that that's true, right? But I don't know if I'm just... It'd be, certainly be easier to live if that's true. And it's that, it's that same idea of... I guess my... All in all, my whole take, same as I was telling you a while before, on like metaphorical truth, there are some things that might not be literally true, but if you act as if they are true, you come out... You get out better. Like, and, I, and this is not my... This is someone else said it. I think it was an interview between... I think it was Sam Harris... But it was, it was like the idea that like the statement, all guns are loaded, like treat all guns as if they are loaded when you handle them. 
even if they might not literally be. Yeah. So maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's like, yeah, I guess maybe that's the point of the afterlife. Maybe that's maybe having the heaven and hell will encourage you to be a good person because of the deterrent of hell, right? And maybe that's that's enough of a reason. It's a big motivator. Even heaven and hell, but. I don't know. Yeah. So similar to Joey. Absolutely. And there's no, there's no need to know. Yeah. Uh, it's a question that legal scholars, no, not legal scholars, maybe legal scholars, um, religious scholars have talked about like literally for thousands of years. Um, but now back to our Christian legal scholar for the day or Christian theological scholar. Ryan, what, friend, what are your last thoughts? Friend, I think. Um, friend? <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to reduce it to friend. Yeah. Okay. By no means am I any qualified scholar in the sense of the word. Um, wait, but what was the question again? Sorry. <laughs> what are your final final thoughts on the afterlife, this conversation, anything that you'd like to add? Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, so at the end of the day, it's very it's a very heavy topic that we decided to, you know, tackle in this episode of the podcast. Absolutely. Um, you know, and being born in a Christian family and, you know, learning to because there is a period when you confirm your faith, right? Baptism is when your parents agree to raise you in you know, uh, the Christian way. But then confirmation is when you decide for, on your own volition to take you know, Jesus Christ as your Savior. And I've done that. Um, and that has been the hardest part of all this, right? Like wrestling with you know, what other people might say and wrestling with all the other worldviews. You know, and there's no you know, way that we can ever learn every single worldview that, we, you know, that mankind has ever had, mm-hmm. right? Um, but at the end of the day, I think personally, I'm content with <laughs> what I believe. Um, that's good. I think it's the first step. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know I, when it, whenever I'm, you know, discomforted, I always look to, you know, a particular verse, John three sixteen. right? <laughs> this, this is probably the, like the most quoted the section, most quoted Bible verse at the end of the day, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son for whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Um, so, right. And linking back to what Joey said, right. I think at the end of the day, when I look back at it, right, whether that be from scientifically or religiously, I, um, I do believe in the presence of, of an omnipotent, right. Right. Omniscient, omnipresent being, uh, you know, in this case, God, right. Cause we are social beings. We are moral beings. We are purposeful beings right and that doesn't that doesn't stem arbitrarily from somewhere in, at least to my point of view we have a purpose that you know sets us apart from you know gorillas or giraffes or mm-hmm. you know elephants um yeah basically and i do believe in certain things like the judgment day in heaven so if someone ever wants to talk about that more hit me up <laughs> <laughs> and we'll we'll give you both time to to drop all your stuff um my last thoughts I think I'm pretty committed to the idea of uh, scientific reincarnation. Um, I think it's the most sound way of explaining what happens to our body once it goes, once we die. Um, So from my physical body, I think I continue onward. Maybe I am, from a physical perspective, we literally decay. Uh, Like every, every part of us decays and I, in a spiritual way, you can think that we become part of the earth and we grow into a tree. Um... In my mind, I think it just means our matter has to continue on because it's not created or destroyed. I'm going to stay to that. When it comes to our consciousness, our soul, whatever you want to call it, um, I I don't think it really moves on. Um, I think this is the only life that we have. And 
to, to what Joey was saying before, I think it's okay not to know. It's okay not to know every single thing. And I think if we over-obsess with understanding this one topic, we literally go insane. Um, and other oh, yeah. people have gone insane because of that. But I think it's important to have these very healthy conversations with people who disagree with us, right? None of us at this table have the exact same opinion, and that's the important part. You should always be testing your beliefs. In my mind, that's what life is. It's constantly testing what you think, and and that's why conversations like these are so amazing. So thank you both for coming on. I mean, if right, if we knew everything, then we we would, would be God. Yeah, we would be God, Damn. and there would be no God. I get, or maybe Aman said this before. I think even on the podcast, maybe we are all all just. God. Oh yeah, I heard you say that once. Yeah. Okay. You <laughs> <laughs> said I don't remember. No, no, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, Asher, are you done? I am done. Dope. So now, Ryan and Aman, plug all your stuff. <laughs> uh, if you have any organizations, your account on Facebook, where you live stream on Twitch to play video games when you probably shouldn't be. <laughs> Anything really, just shout out whatever you want. Or don't shout out anything. <laughs> Ryan, you could start. All right. Well, first, let me thank you both for having me on the podcast and gotcha. on as well. All right. We're not thank here you. to convert anyone, but, you know, it always is healthy <laughs> to have these conversations and make your viewpoints known. Um, I don't know. I'm not really active on social media. My own, is there any organization? I don't know. Follow me on Instagram, underscore Ryan Kim. <laughs> that's a good organization yeah, yeah uh, good organization. snapchat hit me up ryan k1158 and you can uh, just hit him up and be like yo so ryan i i listened on the podcast that you believe that everyone should go to hell can you explain that a little bit more Damn. stop teasing me <laughs> uh, i don't know uh, twitter underscore underscore ryan kim Damn, <laughs> he's going all the whole list like social security number 1158 <laughs> uh facebook just look up ryan kim it's the one without the profile pic there are a lot of those. <laughs> All right, then just don't find me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amon, go ahead. Just Magic Man Productions on YouTube. And you can see Joey and I there from yes. our last and time. Hopefully more with Asher and Joey okay. this summer. Quality yes, content. We can all attest okay. to that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that is a wrap on roundtable number two. Thank you both for coming yes, on. Joey. Oh, oh, I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap it up. Let's go. Let's Joey go. always yeah. loves wrapping these up. All right. <laughs> As always, this is the DWD podcast, our information. And if you want to get a contact, if you want to get in contact with us, our information will be in the description. Just contact us through email, social media, really anything. If you want to have a conversation about uh, the conversation we had today, have any questions, if you want to be guested or just want to say a quick hi, we're glad to chat. As always, this is the DWD podcast signing off. Keep on growing. Peace. Peace. Ha, ha, ha.